You are about to experience the Jerry Banfield Show in podcast format. This was originally recorded live on my Jerry Banfield Facebook page, which you can find by searching Jerry Banfield on Facebook. If you'd like to be a member of the audience, ask questions and have me respond to you, become a supporter on my Facebook page, and as soon as you see that notification, jump into the live stream. I appreciate you getting started with this, and I hope you love this episode. My friends, welcome to the Jerry Banfield Show. Today, we make a big change in our format. Today, uh, we get back to being found, because lately, I've been feeling very lost. I do my show to help you feel better, to help you learn something, to help you expand and raise up your consciousness. I do my show to share my experience, strength, and hope with you. I do my show to help you have a better day. I do my show to save a life. So maybe somebody who's drinking or thinking of hurting themselves or somebody else might see that there's another option, might have some hope. That's why I do my show. I've been feeling lost lately because I've gotten off the central purpose of my show. The central purpose of my show is to uplift, to help, to serve. The central purpose of my show is not to show off my gameplay. That's not the reason I do my show. I play games because if I have a background like this the whole time, there's not as many people that watch. But if I do this, if I have the background as the video game, then I get lots more people that watch. What's up, Johnny, Matt, Cody, Jordan, Garrett? Good morning. So I took yesterday off of streaming, and I've been doing a lot of meditation, prayer, exploring, and getting clear, like, what am I doing and why am I doing it? I do my stream because I want you to have the chance to hear something here that moves you, that helps you change and adjust things that need to be adjusted in your life. That's why I do my show, and I feel I have not been accomplishing my why recently, that I've been so focused on how and the gameplay and let's get people to watch me, that I've gotten off of why I do my show. So I, I see that there's an opportunity to, to find myself. And the way I find myself is to put the game in the background, not even have the game sound on. Just record this as a podcast, essentially, because what I, what I really want is for this to be something that's watchable, something that you would enjoy listening to even after I'm done streaming. And the way I do that is by focusing on sharing what is most important that is here for you. And the gameplay is not what's most important. There's other people that play video games all day, every day, that are all about the gameplay. It'll show you great gameplay. Chris, thank you for becoming a supporter. Welcome to the family. Thank you for joining us today. And my job is to listen to you as well. And if I'm focused on the gameplay and talking so much, then it's difficult for me to listen to you. So I'm setting the intention the gameplay purely stays in the background. Something that maybe people will scroll by, notice the game, and click on it. The gameplay simply a more interesting background than doing this. And I focus on sharing my message 
and communicating with you. What's up, camera? Nice to see you. Jamie Smolders of Demon On Deck Gaming. Hey, you're here for the nips as well. You're in luck. I got I got lots of nips for you. I might need it. And I noticed I've been just talking about the game the whole time, too. I often... There's not even hardly a damn inspirational message in the whole stream. Holy shit. Jamie with the 1200 from Demon On Deck Gaming. Austin, thank you for the share. Or the 200. And Liam said yesterday sucked it out of Jerry Banfield's stream. So what happened, I'm going to tell you what happened yesterday. It really helped me to focus on my purpose. Brian Miller, nice to see you today. Mark, this is my first time playing Vanguard. So we're just having the very first impressions of it today. Brian, thank you for the share. Mark, thank you for the follow. Did I miss anybody? Cody says you do you. And all right, so I had a, what happened yesterday was very helpful for me. Yesterday was my wife's birthday, and, oh, damn. <laughs> I didn't realize I had my mic open the whole time. Somebody was laughing at me in the background. <laughs> this one guy starts laughing. The other guy's like, leave him alone. <laughs> Y'all didn't hear that, but I just told you. So yesterday, yesterday was my wife's birthday, and I gave her the gift of time for her birthday because I'm I've been I'm so busy all the time. What's up, Tim? Chris, thank you for telling me how you got here from Crap Weasel Stream. I really appreciate that. What's up, Matt? Good morning. Johnny says happy birthday. Tim, nice to see you here. Thank you again to Demon on Deck Gaming for the 1200 and Brian for the share as well as getting your friend to join. Let me tell you what happened yesterday. I was at my I gave my wife the gift of time for her birthday yesterday because my wife has money. You know, she, she can buy whatever she wants. She doesn't need stuff. And if I buy her something that's taking space from, you know, that she could have. So she doesn't need stuff. What to me was special that I could give my wife yesterday was time. I could give her some time for her birthday. So I said, look, I'm not going to do any of my stuff. I'm going to take, I'm going to give you time for your birthday. So I'm going to give you totally, I'm going to give you time for your birthday today. Kenneth, thank you very much for the 500 stars, Kenneth. So I just published a video. I'm like, I'm not going to even do my stream today. I'm just going to be around all day, every day. The only thing I'm going to do is go to an AA meeting. That's, that's the only thing I really need to do. So I'm just going to go to an AA meeting the rest of the day I'm going to be around. And it was a good day for me to... Uh, thank you again, Kenneth Crawford. Nice to see you for the 500. So I said, I'm going to give you the gift of time for your birthday. I'm going to be around all day today. You can do whatever you want today. There's nothing you've got to do. You know, anything you can do is because you want to do it. And it was a perfect day for me to do that because my wife's mother yesterday went to the hospital. She had her left arm was going numb. You know, couldn't feel her fingers, shoulder was hurting. So she went to the hospital and she had her blood pressure was way up. Now, from my point of view, I looked at, you know, of course, lots of prayers and love for her mom. And I look at, I looked at it. I'm like, what could I learn from this? What could I look at? What could I learn from her mother's situation? And like, from my point of view, her, her mother works too much. Her mother's in her 60s. You know, her mother and father have all the money they need. They don't need, you know, they could both, my, my father-in-law's retired. 
My mother-in-law works. She's got a job that pays very well. They've paid their house down quite a bit. You know, my, they don't need any more money. But yet my mother-in-law, she works and works and works. She's she's already tenured and she's like, she's pushing to get promoted. She gets herself all stressed out over her work. She's she's often, you know, she's, she's stressed out often because of her work. She works too much and it's obvious. Chris, oh my God, Chris, thank you very much for the two thousand stars oh my god chris thank you very much for the big stars today chris francisco first stars he's ever sent two thousand that's twenty dollars thank you very much chris for the two thousand stars you just sent today hell yeah can we get a hashtag chris up in here y'all gonna make me lose my mind now i've already lost my mind i'm finding it again Hey, thank you, Kenneth, for the happy birthday to the wife and Mark as well. So it was very obvious to me that my mother-in-law, this it looked like from my point of view, her situation was preventable. That she did it to herself, that lifestyle, for example, going around stressed all the time will do all kinds of negative things to your body. And from my point of view, she needlessly stresses herself out. She could easily work less. She doesn't need to work so much. She could easily work less and still make a difference without, you know, without essentially doing so much, without trying to get all these papers published, get promoted. You know, she does too much for her work, in my opinion. She, she doesn't need to do all this stuff for her work. She just, you know, it's kind of, you know, it's the pushing, it's the grinding. And, and what helped me is to look at her and see what happened to her. Like, this put... Her pushing herself too much on her work, what she doesn't do is take much time for herself. She is there for her family. She does make time to watch my kids. She does make time for her family, but she takes almost no time for herself. You know, she doesn't take time to exercise from what I see. She doesn't take time to do it, the things in the garden. She doesn't take much time for herself to kind of take care of her body, take care of her mind. She's just... Work, 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 and then family. But that self-care is like almost non-existent. And what happens? She ends up in a hospital. So this is not a critique of her. I see the things I'm seeing in her are lessons for me and a reflection of where I'm at in my life. Nate, thank you very much for the 200. Nate, nice to see you today. I am enjoying Vanguard so far. Nate, thank you for sending stars for the first time. So this is not a critique of my mother-in-law. My mother-in-law is fabulous. She's been there to support me when I was drinking. She encouraged Laura to give me a bit more time and stay with me. My mother-in-law has been a fabulous influence in my life. And seeing her go to the hospital because, in to me, in large part, my wife said the same thing. Like, she needs to relax. She needs to calm down. She's so wound tight. And it's because almost all she does is work. And she works to excess. And I look at it, you spot it, you got it. And I noticed the same thing in myself. And that was a, a humbling and kind of a shocking thing. Nice to see you, Sherry Potter. Yeah, it was, uh, I realized I work too hard. Lisa, nice to see you. Thank you for the 100 stars, Lisa. Thank you for the flame, Sherry. I realized I work too hard. I... And it's not as much the actual work I do. 
It's about me constantly thinking and hustling and pushing like that I have to get more followers. I have to grow my stream all the time. You know, it's not that I'm like online constantly. It's that I'm trying too hard. Instead of just doing my stream and enjoying myself, I'm obsessing and thinking and stressing myself out over how I can get more followers. And then I'm not really putting something out that's that great for the followers I've already got, which is utterly pointless. Thank you very much, Andy James, for the share. Sherry, thank you very much for another gift sub. And I've noticed I've been thinking way too much. And I have... I dug down and I'm like, why am I doing this? Often our fear, and we talked about it at our AA meeting yesterday, we talked about fear. And fear is often sneaky because it, fear will not just come out and tell you, oh, I'm afraid of this. What will happen is you'll take a bunch of extra action that you don't need to take out of fear. For example, if you're afraid of financial insecurity, if you're afraid of being broke, you'll often work too hard and you'll stress yourself out and then you end up going to the hospital and spending a bunch of money that you worked really hard to earn and being right back where you started. I realized that I've had a lot of fear with my live stream, that I'm afraid of it not working out. I'm afraid of, you know, I'm afraid if I'm not constantly obsessing and pushing and trying and struggling with my stream that I'm not gonna be able to keep doing this. And the last couple of days, I've done really good settling down. I'm like, look, I'm not here to stream. I'm here to do God's work. I'm here to serve. I'm here to help. And if if I can't just do God's work, so to speak, on this stream, if I can't just show up and share a helpful message with you and make a difference, then I'd be better off not doing this stream. You know, the only worthwhile reason to do this stream is to help some, is to help you. And if that's not happening, I might as well go take the trash out. I might as well be a garbage man. Being a garbage man is something I wanted to do when I was a kid. Being a garbage man is a perfectly worthwhile profession. Hey, what's up? Lisa, nice to see you today. I've had, I've had a big breakthrough in my mind. I need to be 100% on purpose with my live stream. And what's not on purpose? What's not on purpose is getting views and impressing people with my gameplay. That's not on purpose. What's not on purpose is thinking about my live stream constantly, being obsessed about growth that I don't even need. And to me, that's why I titled this, I've been lost. To me, you know you've been lost when you're just kind of flailing around and doing things that don't even make sense when you don't get into your why. And Lisa, I was thinking about you yesterday. I'm like, I need to make a show that's really good for Lisa. Now I'm grateful Lisa has came around in all different formats on this show. Lisa's came around in the many different forms this show has taken. But I'm thinking like, what is the best show I could do for Lisa and the people like Lisa that will watch you know, regardless of the game I play? And I realized it needs to be totally focused on the inspiration and the message and the word of God, so to speak, or the word of a higher power, or the word of love, the word of intuition. It shouldn't be focused on 
you know, just the gameplay. The gameplay will come and go. The word is evergreen. Brian says, I'm obsessed every day for two years after my job site accident if I'll ever be able to provide for my family and give them the life they're accustomed to again. And that's, I think a lot of us have been programmed like you need to struggle and hustle and be obsessed with providing for your family. And what I'm seeing is, no, you need to trust. You need to l slow down, listen to your intuition and trust that there is enough for all of us. There's enough food for everybody. Lisa, nice to see you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for the 100 stars. And Marky Boy, thank you for the share. Brandon Wilkinson, nice to see you today. Sherry says, I work 365 days a year, so self-care days are few and far between. And that's, that's how most of us do. And I'm watching my mother-in-law, who has a fantastic work ethic and a fantastic commitment to her family, Watching her yesterday go to the hospital with something that, from my point of view, is totally preventable. That may not be what the doctors think or anybody else thinks, but from my point of view, you know, to me, the call to action is that she needs to settle down a little bit and take some time to take care of herself. And not just work hard and provide for family, but, you know, do, do the stuff that... I asked her, I'm like, what would you do when you retire? She's like, well, I'd volunteer, I'd garden. You know, she basically would do things she doesn't spend much time doing now because she's busy working or with her family. And I realized, you know, I, I'm messing up. If Often I, I've noticed the last couple of weeks I'm at my AA meetings and I can't even listen because I'm thinking about my live stream so much. I'm thinking, should I put a vertical video out or a horizontal video out today? Should I play this game or that game or should i i'm thinking so much that i'm not even present and to me that's you know that's one of the reasons i used to drink is because i wanted to shut my mind up my mind would just talk and talk and talk and i wanted to shut it up tyler thank you very much for becoming a supporter welcome to the jerry banfield family i'm extremely grateful to see you today my stream is all about interacting with my supporters and being there to support my supporters but my i want my stream even if you can't talk in the stream to be truly useful for you and my stream's not going to be useful for you if it's just gameplay joshua yates just renewed the supporter either cody says <laughs> cody says believe me you ain't impressing no one with your gameplay <laughs> well and that's a good you know, I've reflected on that. Like, you need to, you need to focus on doing what you do best. What I do best is inspire and uplift people. That's what I do best. And what's cool is that I can inspire and uplift while I'm gaming. That's unique. But you never want to get let the background get in the way of what's most important. If you, for example. If your family is the most important thing in your life, if your family is the most important thing in your life and your, your family and your health are the most important things in your life, you tell me, I have people ask, like, what's the most important thing in your life? My family. Okay, well, why do you spend so much time drinking and sabotaging your, relation your health and your relationships with your family? 
I mean, don't, don't, if, if you have something that's most important, something that's secondary, should not get in the way of that. Tyler said, I used to be here. It wasn't when it wasn't only supporter chat. I appreciate you becoming a supporter today. And uh, I see some of you that a comment while I'm offline that says, you know, I miss being able to talk in stream. Look, I've never been so broke in my life where I couldn't afford $100 on something I really wanted. I really wanted it. For example, I really wanted alcohol. I always could afford it no matter how broke I was. Even if I had to overdraw my bank account, even if I had to borrow money, put it on credit, I always have been able to get anything I've really wanted. So if you really want to talk in the chat, put the money into it. If you really want to talk in the chat, pay to $5. I mean, if... I want you to see that you can have the things you really want. Now, if you don't really care about talking in the chat, it's not worth being upset about. But I know every one of you can get your hands on $5, even if you're, no matter where you're at. And what I see, I, I just want my chat to be filled with the people who really want to talk. Because that makes the best show and the best community for all of us. And then I can really focus on my stream and my purpose, too. I'm enjoying Vanguard. This is, this is a pretty good game. Mark says, gotta get to work. Have a great stream. Love listening to you. Thank you. Robert, thank you very much for the 100 stars. Robert, Tyler, looking forward to getting to know you in the chat. Joshua says, did I find a true love? What's up, Joshua? <laughs> My purpose is to let you know how abundant this world is. I am certain if you really want to talk in my chat, you can find $5 a month. I will bet that if you really want to talk in my chat, you can find $50 a month to cut out of your expenses and put $5 into being a supporter and then you'll have $45 more. I'm sure you can do that. Add up all the money you have every month and then look at how you spend money and find something you can cut. I know you can do that. So I'm setting the intention that my live stream is worth watching while I'm offline every single day. It's got to be worth watching when I'm not online or it's not worth doing. So I see that one way I can make my live stream worth watching every single day when I'm not online. Like, let's say if you can never watch in the morning and I always stream in the morning. If I just essentially do my stream like a podcast, don't even have the game sound on, just play the game in the background, it'll be worth watching every day. I want something where you could just put it on your phone while you're washing the dishes or something. I'm on PlayStation 5 because my PC keeps not working and I actually... I use Gamefly. I use Gamefly to rent. I actually rented this off of Gamefly to save $60 since I already had a Gamefly. What's up, Nicholas? Nice to see you today. Are you Mr. Personality, Nicholas? And I love that when we've got fewer people in chat, I can really focus and read and respond to every single comment in the chat. That's good for me. Joshua says, man, you and Thomas are the reason I'm still kicking trying to get into streaming. 
Hey, thank you very much for the 420, Nicholas. Nicholas drops a 420 on my stream. I think I saw you on Thomas's stream as well. Joshua says, you and Thomas are the reason I'm still kicking trying to get back into streaming. Every night gets hard. Every night. But I remember there are people who rely on us to be there to get through our day. And I'd love to know more about it. What gets hard for you every night, Joshua? I'll tell you, if the more your life is difficult, the more opportunity you have to help somebody else. What I... The two questions I ask that make a huge difference is, God, what do I learn from this and who can I help? Because often what I can learn and who I can help are very closely related. Often the things I struggle with the most are the things I can help other people with the most because often you're going to struggle with the same things I struggle with and then I can help you. What's up, Lewis? Nice to see you. And Nicholas, you're in good luck, man. <laughs> hey, thank you, Cody, and that's exactly what I'm here for. Nicholas says, who said that? Somebody said, oh, Cody says, I hate watching anyone else stream this game. It's just run, shoot, dive, but as long as Jerry's talking, I can handle it. Thank you, and that's what I want. I want the game I'm playing to be something that can attract people to watch, but I also want the game to be something that's not getting in the way. And I've been lost in the sense that I've been letting the game get in the way. I don't do my stream to play games. I play, I do my stream for the inspiration. I do my stream as a teaching platform and I play games because it's a better teaching platform if I've got the game on in the background. Because there's somebody watching this right now who would not have watched it without the game will only be attracted because of the game and because of the algorithms because the background is more interesting thank you for the 500 lisa says i love your inspirational and spiritual chats i hope you realize how much you really have helped people lisa thank you for the 500 more stars and i do realize how much i've helped people except when i get off my purpose when I start like screwing around, focusing totally on gameplay, then I start to think I'm not helping anyone and I'm not doing any good. In other words, when I get off of my life purpose, I start feeling like what I'm doing doesn't matter. And I'm grateful with a day off of doing my stream. I hadn't taken a day off of doing my stream in quite a while, at least a month, maybe several months. It gave me time to slow down and be like, why do I do my stream? Who do I help doing my stream? And like, I help people that that like to put my stream on in the background and listen to the inspiration. That's who I really help on my stream. I'm not helping people on my stream showing how I win Warzone solos every day and talking about the game the whole time. I mean, sure, somebody might like that, but that also... You know, Isaac TV will show you how to do that every single day, almost, on every single one of his streams. Like, that's something that is... And there's a lot of people that will show you how to be good at a game. Isaac TV tells... He tells... the My favorite part of his streams is the stories he tells, too. And he's got really good gameplay. But yeah, I was starting to think, why am I doing my stream? What's the point of doing my stream? And I... That's what helped me see. Like, it's time to... Make sure you, you get back on purpose. 
Frank, nice to see you today. Jordan says, I like listening to your stream with my Bluetooth while I'm at work. Thank you. I really appreciate that insight, Jordan, because, you know, that's how I see my stream fitting into things. I noticed watching other people's streams, like, it's, it's difficult to watch a lot of people's streams unless there's some really compelling reason to go there. And if people are just... I can't hardly watch somebody's stream who's just playing the game because what's that doing for me? I don't care about the game that much. What's Thomas's stream name? You mean Thomas BR Gaming? All right, let me make sure I stay up to date with the chat. Nicholas, you're in luck. What kind of inspiration do you need? If you can give me anything a little more specific, I can go into it at... Tyler says, let me know if you want to play. I got in my supporter group... If I have in my, if you're a supporter, like all of you chatting now, you can drop your gamer tag in my supporter group on my, go to Jerry Banfield supporters, and there's a place where you can drop your gamer tag. I'll be happy to invite you to the game. <laughs> all right, let me make sure we caught up on here. Brian says, myself and other streamers rated a lovely lady from the UK, and we made a couple of donations and realized by her reactions she was going through something in life. So we made it our mission to completely brighten up our day. Her day in between the three of us, we dropped over 700 on her stream and watched her completely break down and be grateful. It was an amazing thing to see. That's awesome, Brian. That is awesome. Yeah, I, I've had that happen on my stream several times. And I can say, yeah, it, it, it's amazing what a positive difference we can make in each other's lives. If, if we... If we can slow down and take the time to do that. So that's that's beautiful, Brian. I'm extremely... That's beautiful. I love that. We can do so much good each day in our lives. But we got to be available to do the good. And I think the one reason most of us struggle so much is because we're thinking about... And the world programs us to do this. We're thinking about how I can get more money. You know, what do I have to do today? We're thinking about essentially our, we've been programmed to be afraid, to have financial insecurity, to not have enough. And we, we've been told that, you know, you need to work and essentially that no amount of money you have is enough. Like even if you have a fortune, you need to keep amassing an even bigger fortune. You, we've been programmed to essentially work, 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 almost like slaves. Like to work way beyond what you need to. And then we've been programmed, you know, don't take time for yourself. That it's selfish, you know, to take time for yourself. You, that you work, 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 and then spend time with your family. And then we get all these health problems and we're sick. And then the doctors give us pills to just try and put the symptoms down. But... Really, the, the true problem is we're not slowing down and listening to our intuition and what our heart's telling us to do. And I'm not immune. This is exactly the space I've been in. And I'm grateful my mother-in-law went to the hospital and I could see, you know, the same shit she's in the hospital for today. From my point of view, I'm on my way there too if I don't make some changes today. And if I do make changes today, if I do make changes today, I can avoid that trip to the hospital altogether. All right, Joshua, let me see what you're saying. 
Joshua said, I'm not as open as you, but I was in prison. I was mostly in solitary. Damn, man. But every day I'm here, I'm free and defying statistics and it's worthwhile. Dude, that's amazing. Joshua, have you read there's a book called The Sun Does Shine? It was a man who was in death on death row, falsely accused of a crime. He was on death row for almost 30 years. The, the book's called The Sun Does Shine. It's really good. I highly recommend that. I can give you the essence of the book. The essence of the book is that God or the, you know, your heart, higher consciousness, that wherever you are today, wherever you are, there is something, there is something you can do to help people right from where you're at. And being in prison and being in solitary, you've got good experience that you can help anybody else who's been in prison. You can help them. You can understand them in a way. I've worked in prison, but you haven't been to prison. You can work, you can help and understand them in a way that I can't because of your experience. And all those bad things that happen to us give us the ability to help others who've had the same experiences. Hey, Nicholas says my best numbers are when I'm chatting about bullet. I think people are watching streams. The reason people watch streams is to feel better. Like, that's why people watch live streams, to feel better, to connect with people. And that's why, you know, today I'm like, I need, my stream needs to be all about feeling better. Tyler said, you bought the 2400 Battle Pass and it, give it didn't give it to me. Oh, that's rough. Adam, nice to see you. Thank you very much. And I think I'm going to get some more supporter games in. I think I'll start getting some more supporter games in because I'll just straight up mute the game chat and I can just essentially play along with my supporters. So I think I'm gonna start doing a lot more games with my supporters because why not get you in game, you know? Brian says you, su you surprised the hell out of me with your donation a couple weeks ago and I'm still very appreciative of it. Hey, my pleasure, Brian. I'm grateful that I had that to give because of what others have given to me. And I think once you get enough money, all the rest of it is best used by giving back to others. You know, like I, I made a, I'm getting 11,000 this month from Facebook gaming. And part of me says, don't give 10% of that back to other people. You could pay down debt with that. I'm like, isn't $9,900 plenty? Part of me says you should hold on to that extra 1100 because what if you only make 5000 or what if you only make 2000 the next month? Like, well, I'm sure it'll all work out. To me, you can prove you have financial security by, by giving. Lisa says you should realize by now we watch whatever you play and listen to your message. Run with the daily inspiration, whatever it is. You just showing up makes a difference. And thank you, Lisa. I was thinking about you. And thinking, and I want to make the best show for Lisa. Lisa comes no matter what I'm playing. Therefore, I want to make something that's really worth watching no matter what I'm playing. I see I got to make sure the message gets carried and shared in my streams. That's what's most important. And therefore, since that's most important, everything else is secondary. And it's really nice to get in touch with, you know, what's most important in your life. And then to be clear on 
what's secondary. For example, to me, God, higher consciousness, however you want to put it. I know some, we got some God people and some non-God people in the chat. So to me, higher consciousness or God consciousness, basically remembering who I am, that I am an immortal spiritual being having a human experience. Knowing and keeping that in mind is the most important thing in my life because if I lose that, I'm lost. I'm totally lost if I lose that. And uh, therefore, that's number one. And anything that gets in the way of that needs to go. And then second in my life is my health. And I include sobriety in my health. Sobriety is the number one thing for my health because if I drink or if I get into drugs or something, everything else I do, that's going to sabotage everything. So number one priority in my life is God or higher consciousness, expanded consciousness, and awareness of who I am beyond human. A knowing of who I am beyond human is the most important thing. Second most important thing is my health. And that sobriety is the number one within the health. Sobriety is the number one thing. And then my third priority are the relationships and the connections in my life. That's family, that's friends, that's AA people in meetings. And you'll notice often the objectives all support each other. Like when I'm in good health, it's easier to, when I'm feeling good, I'm feeling God. When I'm in good health, it's easier to be God conscious. When I'm well connected with other people, it's easier to be healthy. All my priorities interconnect. You'll notice money is not anywhere in those priorities. Viewers is not in those priorities. So it's, I'm grateful I reflected on the priorities and to think about why I do what I do. Because sometimes I notice I just get into these habits. And the habits don't even seem like they're serving me. Have you noticed that? That sometimes in your life you'll just get into habits. You're like, why do I do this? It doesn't seem like it's even helping me. Like, why am I doing what I'm doing right now? And I see another Lisa. The, there's two Lisas and both just are here to watch whatever... And I need to make sure that I give you the best quality for you that are here. No matter what I play, I want you to have the very best experience here. Because you're who I'm doing this show for. I'm not doing this show for someone who will only watch if I play a certain game. Or who will only watch based on the gameplay alone. You know, I'm not doing the show just for you. And I'm doing the show for the people who are... I want to be like your Wayne Dyer or your Eckhart Tolle in your life. Andre says, I genuinely believe we get back what we give. Absolutely, we do. We absolutely get back what we give. I've given tens of thousands to other streamers. And I gave tens of thousands before I got tens of thousands. What's up, Caleb? Nice to see you today. Joshua says, I learned that when you stop full-time working, you magically have money and time to do the things you want. It's amazing. It is amazing. It is amazing to me that you can work less and have more money. That it is possible to work less and have more money. Ooh, look at that. Look at that. I'm on the MVP list. You like that? 
I'm on the MVP list. Let's go. Lewis, is that a payout? A combination of ads and stars? Yes. So I'm getting 11,000 from Facebook Gaming this month. It's a combination of stars, supporters, bonuses, and ad revenue. And that is the 11 or 12,000 in a month is the most I've ever got live streaming out of, I don't even know, 36 plus months live streaming. But even even if I make a hundred dollars in a month live streaming, I definitely want to give ten dollars back of it, you know. I think it's important to give back no matter what you get, because anybody can give. Oh, there's a great Bill Gates story I'm gonna tell. I don't even know if this is true, but I heard this somewhere. So the story goes like this: Bill Gates was in a airport before he had all his money and fame and such. And he forgot his wallet. He didn't have any money. And he walks up to this newsstand in the airport. And he says, ah, I forgot my money. I don't have it. And the guy, the guy says, it's fine. You can have a paper anyway without paying. He just gave him one for free. And so Bill Gates says, thank you. Takes a paper. And then after Bill Gates gets all his fame and prestige, he sees this guy again in the airport a few years later. And uh, he tell, the guy tells him, Bill Gates says, oh man, thank you very much for that paper. Here, let me give you something for this. And uh, the guy said, well, yeah, you're Bill Gates. You got a ton of money. Of course, you can give me something now. But what's truly amazing is when you don't have that much and you can give somebody something. I kind of butchered that story a little bit, but <laughs> the basic idea is, Anybody, in theory, who's rich and has a whole bunch of money can give something. The question is, can you give when you don't have that much? You know, when you've got, when you barely have enough to feed your family, can you still have enough to give somebody else and help somebody else out? And I like that, what does somebody say? I like the saying that, if you won't give when it's hard, you also won't give when it's easy. So if you if it's difficult to give at some point and you won't give then, then once you actually have a lot to give, you won't give then either. And therefore, I'm that's why I made a commitment. I'm going to give 10% of my Facebook gaming earnings back every month, whether I make $10, 100, 1000, 10,000, 100,000, whatever it is, I'm going to give back 10% always. And I'm gonna give my wife a big percentage of my earnings. I sent her a couple of thousand this month. Because charity begins at home, my friends. As my wife likes to say, charity begins at home. So I sent my wife a couple of thousand because my wife sent me like 20,000. She cashed out all her investments and bailed me out when I completely butchered our finances. Nicholas says, the best part of the stream is coming here to hear something that I needed to without knowing that I need to hear it. Hey, and that's what I love. See, that's a unique opportunity with streaming because there's a lot of people who are doing a great job putting out videos on YouTube. For example, you could search for something and say, you know, how do I reach enlightenment or give me a guided meditation. What I love on my live stream is that you might not realize exactly what you need to hear. You wouldn't think to search for it. But when you run into it, you'll know, like, ah, that's what I needed. I didn't even know I needed that, but I, I got it. 
So that's what I love about my live stream is the point is that that kind of interaction between us. Nicholas, you give Nicholas, you give 30k stars every month. You give that's like $300 a month. That's awesome. That's awesome. I love to hear that. Tyler says, just drop my COD name in the post. All right, thank you very much, Tyler. Any of you that want to play with me, I think I'm going to start doing a lot more supporter games on Warzone. I want to play games that I can really just use good in the background. Like Warzone something good I can just play in the background. I don't even have to pay attention. I can just kind of wander around. It's got a good algorithm. I can play it in the background. Some games are kind of too difficult, like some of the campaign games are too difficult to play in the background because, you know, you just totally lose track of, of what's happening. It doesn't even make sense. Hey, thanks a lot, Caleb. Appreciate you being here. I was just looking. Lisa says we just want you to be our Jerry Banfield, and I love that. Thank you. I want to make sure I, I give you all of me. Give me everything tonight. I want to give you all of what I have to offer every day and not just part of it. I want to make sure you get the whole thing. I want to make sure you get all of Jerry Banfield. Not just some Jerry Banfield, you know, pop your dickhead up, but <laughs> I want you to get everything. Adam says, empathy is important. Once we get rid of selfishness and greed, we will truly flourish. Exactly. And I look at the mission, my purpose in being here is to help raise human consciousness because to me, a, a higher level of consciousness solves all our problems. We have enough for everyone on this planet. There's enough food. There are enough places to live. There is enough of absolutely everything on this planet. The only reason there's people that are starve or in poverty is because of how we think. And that's not, you know, that's a collective way. How we collectively think. And I want to do absolutely everything I can to transform human consciousness. We have enough. There's enough for everybody. We feed animals on this planet. We feed animals enough to feed every human. The animals that are being raised on this planet, the food they are given is single-handedly enough to feed all humans on this planet. Think about that for a second. We have, we have at least twice as much food on this planet as we need to feed all humans. And yet one out of nine human beings are going hungry on this planet. And that's only because of how we think. It's not because of our physical limitations. It's not because there's not enough food. There is enough for everybody. There's enough money for everybody. There's enough followers for everybody. There is enough of everything. Well, our, our cult, we're in a culture of not enough. Lisa says, you're always so honest with us with no hesitation, your flaws and mistakes. One thing I love about you that's one of the things I love about you because it allows us to realize our own mistakes too and of others around us, and that's okay. And it's about how you come back from that. Hey, thank you. I love that, Lisa. Thank you for helping me remember that. And that's something I've gotten that way because of going to Alcoholics Anonymous. To me, I drank because I was dishonest about my mistakes, I would lie about my mistakes. I would hide my mistakes and then I would hate myself 
And then I would, you know, be fake. I'd be acting one way and behaving another way. And Alcoholics Anonymous is where I've learned to tell the truth, be honest, especially like last night. I'll give my kids a bath. And my son gave me a cup of water. His hair was all soapy. My son's like three. He gave me a cup of water to wash his face. I don't know why I did this, but for some reason I poured the cup of water right over his face instead of instead of like pouring instead of like pouring it back in his head. So he got the water in his eyes. So he got really upset. He got really upset and started screaming. Then his hair was all soapy, so then I just got a bigger tub of water and uh, I just dumped it over his whole head then to kind of get the bath over with. And he got so upset. And my first initial reaction was to be defensive and to say, well, son, don't put that much soap in your hair. Wash your own hair. Put your head in the, you know, do it yourself. He's three. He could do it himself. And my initial reaction was to defend my own actions. But see, when we defend our own actions, we don't feel better. It doesn't feel better to defend our own actions. Now, it initially defending ourselves kind of pushes the pain a little bit away, but it's still hovering there. You know when I felt better? My son's screaming and crying, and he was just tired, and he screamed and cried with my wife over some other thing. But that doesn't matter. It matters that I handle my own part of what I did. And it was... I was inconsiderate to just dump the water over his face. I don't even know why I did it. I wasn't thinking. I just kind of... Maybe he wanted to feel bad or something. I don't know. But I went up to him on the couch. And I said, I'm sorry, son, for dumping the water on your face. And he's like, you never get to wash my face again. <laughs> and it, it's nice to see that a lot of the things, you know, a lot of the things that adults are struggling with are the same things kids are struggling with. And adults still haven't figured out some of this basic stuff. And I'm like, you know, my son's three. At this point, I, that's fine. I'm sure he'll let me wash his face, but, you know, he doesn't... I don't need him to do anything to me. He doesn't need to say he's sorry for screaming and creating a huge fuss. All I need to do is own what I contributed, and I will feel better. And as soon as I said I was sorry for him, I... I that, was a, that was a dick move. I didn't even mean to do it. I don't, don't even know how it happened. I acknowledged, I'm sorry for pouring that water in your face, son. I felt better. And then my daughter did, my daughter ran over my foot a little bit with her bike. And you know what? She almost immediately said she was sorry. She's like, Daddy, I'm sorry for running over your foot with a bike. She did it almost immediately. And I, I help my children understand you don't apologize to get people to be nice to you. You apologize to help yourself feel better and people treat you based on how you feel. If you feel shitty, people are going to treat you shitty also because people are often will respond to how you feel about yourself. So if you feel bad, you will attract more people to make you feel bad. And if you want to feel better... You repair the damage from the people you feel you have wronged. 
and then you will feel better, and then people will treat you better. It's a weird thing. But my, I could see my daughter. I didn't need her apology for running over my foot. She needed to give it to me because she felt bad about it. She hit my foot with a bike. She felt bad about it. And then by her apologizing to me, she feels better. Same thing, my son didn't need my apology for dumping the water in his face. Now, sometimes an apology can help us a little bit. But if we're dependent on apologies, we're also leaving ourselves... If I'm depending on apology, I've lost my power. If I, if I need somebody's apology to make me feel better, now my emotions are in their hands. I don't like anybody's emotions to be in my hands. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Nicholas says that guy may... Hey, what's up, Smith? Nice to see you today. Nicholas said that guy may have given you 100 when he's got 10K, but that guy gave you 10 when when I had 15, right? And that's what's really magical is to give when you can give what you've got, no matter how little it is. So yeah, Adam and Adam said empathy is so important. Once we can get rid of selfishness and greed will flourish. Well, the way we have empathy is to when we do something wrong to somebody else and it wrong by our own consciousness, we fix it. We recognize from my son's point of view, he's taking a bath. He gives me a cup of water. He trusts me to help him clean his hair. And I dump it over the front of his face so it gets in his eyes. You know, I, I realized from his point of view, that was a betrayal of his trust. He trusted me not to get water in his eyes. He hates having water in his eyes. And I betrayed his trust on that. And then I feel bad because I did that. So I say, I'm sorry. To alleviate my own feelings and then I feel better he feels better and I'm it's amazing how life responds to what I put out there if you are in a place of love and connection with yourself you I mean all of us change all of us when you walk into a room you change the entire dynamic of the room all of us because each of us has power and each of us has a presence every one of us changes the whole dynamic when we walk into a room oh nicholas says do you get 20 for the gifted i do not get 20 right now facebook is offering a bonus for new supporters but it has to be a supporter who actually signs up so it can't be for a gift sub it's only for you have to actually sign up so if you sign up to be a supporter i get a 20 dollars bonus from facebook which is incredible I've already gotten 71 of those. I haven't got it paid yet, but it's, it says 71 of you have signed up to be supporters since they started offering that bonus like a month ago. So that's amazing. Brian says, could you pop in a friend stream and stay today? Hi, it's his one-year anniversary on Facebook gaming. What's his name, Brian? What's up, Devin? Nice to see you today. Andre says, I'm not a streamer, but I'm in the process of recording an album to release online. Not sure how I should go about it or where I should release it. Hmm. I would ask, there's a streamer called Dirty Larry, D-U-R-T-Y-L-A-R-R-Y, Dirty Larry. He's released some music. I've released some music also. And the, the beauty of not knowing how to do something is that it's a great opportunity to ask for help. Your lack of knowledge on something gives somebody else a chance to share their knowledge with you. Nate, thank you very much for becoming a supporter, Nate. 
Appreciate you triggering that $20 bonus. What's up, Jose? Nice to see you today. Any requests for things you'd like me to talk about? I plan... What's nice is if I mute the game sound, I can also put this up on my YouTube channel. I can put a clip of this up on my YouTube channel. And I can also put this on my podcast. So if, if you prefer to listen in those formats, then you can have that option. Is it just me or is this Vanguard game pretty easy? Like, I'm slaying in this. <laughs> I see that it's important to have things up in different formats, too. Because some people, like my mom, doesn't have Facebook. And I'd like my teachings to be available everywhere. At least YouTube and on podcast. Brian says Echo FB is his name. Chris, and he'll be live at 12 p.m. Eastern. I'll be, I'll be doing uh, yoga today. I'm enjoying Vanguard. It's fun. I really like having the game sound off too, so that you can. The game sound is repetitive. It's distracting. <laughs> you know, I can't put this on a podcast with the game sound because it's a totally a shit experience if you're a listener. And you've got the game sound on. But what's really cool is I'm able to, with the game sound off, I can just record this like a podcast. And then if you miss the stream live, it's totally listenable and enjoyable. So from now on, I'm setting the intention that every one of my streams is something that you can just put on in the background while you're working. You can just throw it on in the background. You're not going to have any distracting noise in it except maybe my hands on the controllers or keyboard. And it's just going to be me, just my voice, unless unless I've got some special guest on that we're all really excited about, then we'll do that. Jose said, I already started running Melee Knives gameplay. <laughs> That's funny. If there's anything you'd like some more specific words of advice about, I've sometimes in my life I get a bit frustrated. I'm like... I have so many answers. I've figured out so many things in my life. I've got so much working good for me. And I see all these people around me struggling. But they do not want me to just proactively give them advice. Almost nobody wants to be proactively given advice. So I'm learning also, don't give people advice who aren't asking for it. I figure if you show up to my live stream, man, you're kind of asking for it. <laughs> Fino, thank you very much for the share. But for example, if I have a family member who's struggling with something, if they don't ask me for advice, I find I'm better off not giving it. Because if I give, you know, for example, I had a family member struggling with drug addiction, I gave them some advice. I'm like, you should get sober. You should go to Narcotics Anonymous. You should push yourself in rehab. You know what? They didn't appreciate that advice at all. They told me I should mind my own business, stay out of their life. What do I know about their life? And I've learned people do not like being given advice proactively usually, even if they really need it and could really benefit from it. And I realized, well, I got a whole... I got a whole community of people that loves hearing what I have to say. I need to make sure you can hear what I got to say on here. And then I can then I can be quiet and listen in the rest of my life. I can just listen and watch what other people are going through. And if somebody wants me to give them some advice, then by God, I can offer it at that point. Have you noticed that in your life too, that often you try and tell somebody what they ought to do and they don't want to hear it? 
I think we get really defensive about getting advice. We want to figure things out for ourselves. We don't want to just be told what to do. Bobby Gladden, what's up, Bobby? Lisa say I was going to say that. If we're here, we're very open to your advice. And that's beautiful. And I want to make sure that you're actually getting it. Because when I'm delivering my message clearly on my stream, almost all I want to do the rest of the day is listen. Because if I'm giving advice out and love and you know, on my stream all day, then the rest of the day I'm trying to soak up information that I can give out. But if I'm just bullshitting around on my live stream showing you how to get kills in a game and trying to get myself endless amounts of more followers, then I find I'm trying to give people advice in my day-to-day -day life and I'm frustrated because they don't seem to want it. So sometimes we just need to adjust how we're helping in life. You know, sometimes we get frustrated like I've got frustrated in my life like why won't any of my friends or family ask me for any help when I so obviously have you know that I got friends struggling with with health crisis I got friends struggling with alcoholism drug addiction marriage parenting almost no none of them asked me for any advice either <laughs> but see I I actually if I'm given out all I've got to give on my live stream, then I'm willing to just listen and I'm going to use them. I'm going to use them for material on my next stream. I won't even try and give them any advice. I'll just use them for material on my live stream. I guess a lot of us are defensive about getting advice and we, we need advice or we need insight in a way that's kind of non-threatening. And I like the live stream is kind of a non-threatening way to go about it. All right, I'm reading what Lisa says. Lisa says, old lady wisdom from experience. You're not old, Lisa. You, you might even be barely halfway there. I mean, Lisa's got a lot more life experience than I do at 57. She's got 20 years on me. Let's see, Lisa says, old lady wisdom. In our 30s, we go through some hormone changes, and the number one of those changes for men is confusion and doubt. Most of divorces occur in our 30s. Don't give up or give in. Talk to your feelings about with someone. Yes. And if you take good care of yourself, you can also... One reason for hormone changes is because we're not taking good care of ourselves. We're working too much. We're stressing ourselves too much. And that can lead to hormone changes. Now, I got my testosterone tested at the doctor and it was all good. Because I take care of myself. I take time for self-care. I take time for family. I take time for, you know, my garden. You know, there's definitely a balance. I don't think sitting around and being idle and not doing any work is good. I think we're meant to work. I think if we don't work, our lives start to seem kind of purposeless. At the same time, if we work... Life is all about balance. If we work too much, that hurts us too. Which is annoying. You're like, damn it, can't we just get this right? So I was thinking in terms of followers. I was having a great lesson in terms of followers. So I was thinking, 
we celebrate people who just have these huge followings and you know massive reputations make all this money and i'm like if you put it in a different context it'd look different adam thanks for the share i'm like imagine if we celebrated imagine if life was like a all-you-can-eat buffet and you would certainly celebrate if the person who had was starving to death got a chance to go to the all-you-can-eat buffet you'd be like man this is great it's really nice for you to be here you'd certainly be happy that the person that was starving but then you'd also think they were crazy if they didn't come by every now and then you'd be like why is the starving person not stop by the all-you-can-eat buffet occasionally like it's here all the food they possibly want is here. Why don't they come at more often? You'd think it was insane that anyone could starve when there was an all-you-could-eat buffet around. And that's, I mean, that's how it is in terms of finances. That's how it is in terms of food. I mean, we've got enough for everybody. It's kind of insane that anybody can starve or not have a place to live that wants one. Now, some people are happy being homeless. I have a friend, he seems pretty happy being homeless. He doesn't seem like he's looking for a house. I give him 20 bucks every time I see him because I realize I've got the kind of disposition where I could be homeless too. I definitely have a potentially homeless disposition. Do you think, if you think a life is an all-you-can-eat buffet, you would think it was insane for somebody who's starving to not stop by, wouldn't you? Like, why doesn't this person just come eat from time to time? There's an all-you-can-eat buffet here. But you'd also think, of it, and now a person who just stopped by and ate just what they needed to and enjoyed the buffet and told other people who were starving about the buffet, you would think, wow, this person's really got it all together. They come, they eat what they need to. They enjoy the buffet and they tell other people about it. That's great. But the, you'd have you'd see that that person would have to have a bit of self control because it's an all you can eat buffet. There's a lot of delicious food there. You know the person would have to have a little bit of self control to enjoy the all you can eat buffet, and realize if I eat too much, I'm gonna feel bad. And then I was thinking of this especially in terms of followers. So like, there's all the followers you could possibly want out there if you're a live streamer. There's all the followers you could possibly want or need. There's plenty of followers. There's no shortage of people to follow. And yet, there's a lot of streamers who are out there that can't, that, you know, are essentially starving for followers. And then there's some streamers out there, like I have been, that I was comparing myself as a live streamer to a person who's morbidly obese, who rolls into the all-you-can-eat buffet and stuffs themselves. And stuffs themselves and eats until they're disgustingly full. And you look at this person and think, why do you eat so much? You already clearly have enough. Why do you stuff yourself all day, every day? You eat so much that it's a burden. What you eat is a burden because you eat so much of it. I've looked at it I, with myself as like in terms of an online following, I've been going at this like there's an all-you-can-eat buffet and I have to roll up to the table and eat as much as I possibly can every single day. And we celebrate people that have way more followers than they know what to do with that are like a person 
at an all-you-can-eat buffet who never can get enough to eat. Jesse, thank you for the 500 stars. Jesse, appreciate you. Okay, Daddy Shark is in the house. Thanks for being here, Jesse. I, how humbling to look in the mirror and see that I'm, with my stream, I've been acting like a person who is morbidly obese, who rolls up to the buffet day after day, every day, even when they ate so much yesterday, they probably don't need to eat again for a week. They roll up to the buffet every day trying to stuff themselves as full as possible. I looked at my live stream. I roll up to my live stream trying to stuff myself as full as possible. Let me stick every single follower I can down my fucking throat until I can't stand it anymore. And then I'm going to think all day about what I can do to get even more followers when I have enough. I have enough. I don't need any more followers. I'm good. I've got enough. My followers pay all my bills. Isn't that enough? Isn't that enough? Is it not selfish of me to endlessly try and get more followers when other... When instead, I should be telling people about the buffet. Tell people about the buffet. Look, there's, there's an infinite number of followers. If you want more streamers, all the followers you could possibly want exist they're there all you need to do is put something on this worth watching in food terms make something this delicious bobby says i'll take your leftovers right and i think about that i'm like people are like i can't stand your supporter chat i don't have enough money for your supporter chat I'm like, well, if you really want it, I trust you can find it. And if you don't really want it, then go follow somebody else. 99% <laughs> of streamers on Facebook gaming have open chats. Go hang out in their chat. <laughs> you know, like, that's what the, the beautiful thing about having enough is. You don't have to constantly be looking for more. You can say, I've got enough. Jose said, how about your struggles with keeping that facial hair growing? Yeah, for real. This is like, this is like I've shaved once this month. I'm going to shave this off and get that mustache back. Lisa says, hormone changes is a natural occurrence. Well, they, they are a natural occurrence based on our bodies are like, our bodies are like machines and they often take in based on, our bodies often act based on how they're programmed and what they're given. For example, in epigenetics, we're learning that basically you only use a fraction of your genetic code. You only use like two to 5% of your genetic code. Lewis, thank you for the 169 stars. I'm so glad I can put on something that's worth listening to while you're working. Thank you for the 169. Thank you for the support, Lewis. Our bodies, according to our scientists, only use a small fraction of our DNA. This means that what we actually see is an expression of our DNA based on our choices and our environment. Think about that for a second. That means your body has things like cancer, things like diseases, are mere possibilities in your DNA. 
There's a possibility in your DNA to never have cancer. There's a possibility to never have diabetes in your DNA. The question is what will be expressed based on what you input and what you choose and what you think of. It's a whole field called epigenetics now where basically it's what is expressed out of all the possibilities of your DNA. Your DNA is kind of like a canvas and all the colors of paint. And what actually is expressed is what you see. Now you might have some genetic differences or unique things in your DNA, but that what can be expressed and how it can be experienced is very flexible. So yeah, you, and life is always changing, yet there's always are gonna be things like ups and downs in hormones. But how those affect you, for example, I heard a, a great study of, they, there was a study where they looked at these and followed these women who had Alzheimer's. And what was really cool is the women who were consistently expanding and growing their minds by trying new things, going new places, staying connected and in community. The women who were living that way did not show any outward signs of Alzheimer's. But the, the women who were just kind of doing the same old thing every single day. And now, but there, let me put a caveat. So all these women's brains looked very similar. All their brains showed signs of Alzheimer's. But in terms of behavior and in terms of what was observable, the women who just kind of did the same old thing every day weren't learning and growing and challenging themselves, weren't in communities. Those women showed outward signs of Alzheimer's, whereas the women who were, who were challenging their brains to grow, who were expanding, who were trying new things, these women showed no outward signs of Alzheimer's, even though the brain itself showed signs of Alzheimer's. And that's just a magical finding to me because that means your life choices, the way you think, the way you act, is more important than uh, things like a disease. You know, you, you think things like, oh man, you know, just my mom had Alzheimer's, I have to have it. Not at all. How you act will determine what you get. If you sit at home, do the same thing every day, you don't change your life, you, you don't challenge your brain, and your parents had Alzheimer's and you expect that you're gonna get it, you probably are. But if, you sit, if you're out there challenging yourself, learning, growing, having new experiences, it kinda doesn't matter what happened to your parents. And that, that's a beautiful thing. And that's, to me, that's newsworthy information. That's something everyone should know, that the physical expressions of your body are not fixed. In fact, your DNA represents more possibility than reality. Reality is, is so much bigger than that. Adam says, our system needs to balance so bad. I've been off work two months going back soon. I look forward to returning, but then I remember it's going to be 11 hours a day dealing with BS. I've been there years and make decent money. I feel trapped because I have to return to provide for my family. I find that the language I use really helps. 
So I have I like to always say that I get to do things. I get to show up and do my live stream. I get to go to work and earn for my family. I don't like feeling like I have to do things. To me, feeling like I have to do something kind of makes me not want to do it because I'm, I'm a bit rebellious, as you can tell. So I, and one thing we all have total control over in our lives is the story we tell. So I wonder, Adam, what it would look like if you reworded it and said, you know, I'm grateful I have a family. I'm grateful I have some employment I can go to. I get to go back to work. I get to go to work and make some money for my family. I get to go be useful on a daily basis. If you essentially phrased it as if it was a dream job. Now, if you phrased it like it's a dream job, you're know, like, this is not something I would do. If like you find you can't even stomach putting it like that, then maybe it's time to find something else to do. I think it's essential we have love and joy in the things we do. For example, I have love and joy in everything I do with my family. Even things like I used to say, I have love and joy, I get to change my son's diapers. I, I get to change my son's diapers. I don't have to. He could sit in that shitty diaper and my wife would probably, my wife's the kind of woman, she'd probably change all of them. I get to change diapers. I get to help my son out. I, because I have a son, I get to have a son. I love having a son and getting to help him out and be there to support him. I get to change. Actually, I don't get to change very many diapers anymore. I get to do my live stream. It's a privilege to do my live stream. I get to play Call of Duty every day. Because I played Call of Duty before... I did my stream before it made any money, and I did it over and over again, and I asked for money. I borrowed money. And I refuse to do things out of just feeling like I have to do them. I refuse to do anything that I feel like I have to do. I either figure out a way that I want to do it and I get to do it and I'm happy to do it, or it's not worth doing. Hey, Brandon, thank you for the 200 stars, Brandon. So I, I thank you. First time star sender, too. I encourage you today, find a way that you can want to and be genuinely excited to do anything in your life where you can be happy that you get to do it today. And that, for example, I get to go to the DMV to get a driver's license. I love being able to go to the DMV and get a driver's license. I get to sit in the waiting room and wait my turn and get my driver's license. Because, yeah, there's things I have to do, but I get to do. I don't have to go to the DMV. I get to go to the DMV. And I like being able to go to the DMV and get a driver's license. That's a really nice thing to be able to do because I like driving. I really like driving. And if that means I need to go to get a license, I'll go. I'll be. I get to go get that license. I don't have to. I'm making a choice to. I think it's really nice in life to just see the choices we're making. Like if if you are going to work. It's real nice to own the choice and say, look, I'm, I get to go to work because I choose to go to work. I don't have to. We'd get along somehow if I didn't go. Like, I don't have to do my live stream. I get to do it. Now, if I don't do my live stream, I don't know what else is going to work for me to make any money. 
it's nice too because when I my language creates my reality. So when I I live in a reality where like everything I'm doing, I'm doing it because I want to do it, because I get to do it, because I like to do it. And the more I talk and think like that, the more I keep getting similar situations. So if I talk and say like, I have to do this, I have to do that, then I find then I have to do this also, and I have to do that also, and I feel powerless in my life. Like I'm not even deciding what I want to do. And I like feeling powerful in my life. I like feeling like I have a choice about what I'm doing. I don't like feeling like my life is just being determined and controlled by somebody else. So I find it's really helpful to use my language to create my life. Bobby says, I'm the starving streamer. I'll take your leftovers. Hell yeah. Jose says, I worked at Buffet for 18 years. Then they, they threw all that food away instead of donating it. That's crazy, man. And that's that's just an example. We've got so much food in in the U.S. Probably half or more of the food is just thrown away. It's just straight up thrown out because there's so much of it. We don't even have people to eat it. Dude, did you see what I just did? All right, we got we got to talk about that little gameplay. We gotta talk about that. This guy was shooting me in the back. I just threw a grenade off a wall and got him in the back. That's dirty. That's real dirty. So I'm extremely grateful you all helped me do this. And another thing I, I love rem reminding myself, remembering is, you know, life is supportive. Life is here to help me do what I wanna do. There are people who will help me do what I wanna do. And it can be uncomfortable, but you can, you can anything you're willing to ask for help. For example, if you're doing a job you hate, you feel like you have to do, if you will ask somebody, if you will ask for help, you can get a new job. You can get something else to do. That's why it really helps to like think about, you know, what I get to do. You know, I love what I get to do today. But I remember I worked as a correction officer for I worked as a correction officer for 20,000 a year risking my life. I risked my life for 20,000 years as a correction officer and I felt like I had to I felt like I had to do that because I I got in that position cuz I wouldn't ask other people for help. I tried to just do it all myself. I put myself in that position. Anything you can ask for help in, you will be amazed at what shows up for you. Hey, you roll up here. <laughs> I appreciate you being in here, Jose. How do you, I have not tried the patrol game type yet. Adam says the mindset's the greatest struggle. What you say is true and sometimes we forget to think that way. Thank you for the, the words that truly helps. Hey, my pleasure. That's why my stream is here. Jay, thank you for sharing my today that's why i do my stream is to help you with the mindset because mindset is all about what you take in if i take in if i take in a mindset of i'm not good enough and i need to endlessly hustle and work harder then that's what i've got put out and i've found one thing that really helps me is if i if my mindset's getting off if i'll slow down and be quiet that helps me. 
that helps me a lot. Like the last couple of days, I've noticed if my my attitude's been off. I noticed my attitude's been off. So what I did is I got quiet. I started doing some more meditation, and it, that helps me kind of recenter my attitude. And then from there, I can give out a good attitude. But I can only give what I've got. So if I have a bad attitude, I can only give that, which is frustrating. But you, you know, if all I've got is a bad attitude, that's all I've got to give. I think one of the most important things in life is attitude. And attitude is tricky. It's like, where do you get a good attitude? Like, well, you think you, you get a good attitude from being around others with a good attitude. That's the easiest way to get a good attitude. Is to be around others that have a good attitude. Hey, what's up, Thomas McGuire? Thomas BR Gaming? Nice to see you here. I appreciate you being on the stream today. And I think life is... Everything in life is easier with a good attitude. And I find it takes pretty much endless reminders to keep a good attitude. I pretty much need to be reminded all the time about a good attitude because now life is full of opportunities to get a bad attitude. You catch a news story and all of a sudden, you know, you got a bad attitude now. Life is full of opportunities to get a bad attitude. I figure the number one thing I can offer you here is a little help with having a good attitude. If I can help you have a good attitude, it helps me keep a good attitude myself. Whereas if... Yeah, I can only give out what I've got. So if I've got a good attitude, I can give a good attitude. And I keep a good attitude. I surround myself with people with good attitudes. And then I'm actually... I've got some immunity to bad attitudes too because... I look at a bad attitude and I think, well, that's that's what I don't want right there. I don't want that attitude. You know, I don't want the attitude that life sucks and it's meaningless and it's pointless. And it's nice. Then I've got some immunity. I think our health is often based on our attitude, too. So I'm grateful for the chance to give that out. Thomas says, as a streamer, when I'm drowned, I struggle to go live. But when I do, the community always brings me back. Yes, and I think that's important. It's important when we detect that our attitude is a bit down to open ourselves up to getting the help we need. Because a, a lot of us, what we want to do instead of asking for help and admitting we're down is isolate and try and fix it ourselves. But I find what I really need to feel better, I need other people's help to feel better. And that's why... My live stream helps me feel better because it keeps me accountable. Like when I got a bad attitude, I do my live stream and it encourages me to, to get into, look for, find my best attitude. Like right now, you can't hear the game chat, but like everybody in this game, not everybody, but there's a bunch of people here just talking to each other, cursing each other out right now. Pretty typical Call of Duty lobby, really. <laughs> You know, they're talking about where they're from, everything's BS. Like, almost everybody in this lobby sounds like they got a bad attitude right now. And I got, I got empathy and I got love for them. Like, they're calling each other weird. <laughs> he said, he said, ain't nobody weird but you. <laughs> like, all they're doing is just cursing each other out right now. You shut the fuck up. You shut the fuck up. You trash. 
it's like what what's more challenging is to law of attraction so if if you are having if you got a bad attitude you'll attract more people to you that have bad attitudes to have with you which is really annoying actually <laughs> Devin, thank you for the 200 stars my man much love what's up ronald nice to see you today yeah so i've started thomas on my stream now i do my live stream for the purpose of helping Everybody that's watching, bring their attitude up. Get inspired. Be the best you can be. Love and enjoy your life. And I find the game audio is one of the top things that's blocking me from doing that. Like right now, I couldn't have this game audio. I could only have this game audio on as a comedy show right now. These these people are ripping each other new assholes on, this, on the in-game chat right now. They're all just ripping each other. It's funny, but... It's an example of what you don't want in your life, too. You don't want to have all... You don't want to have that toxicity in your life. You know, look, I'm just over here enjoying the game right now. So I'm I'm intending to to consistently have the game audio off because my voice, what I have to say, is the most important part of the stream. My ego loves that. And the more the game audio is actually distracting me, and they, this way I can kind of put it on as a podcast and a YouTube video. I appreciate you letting me know, though, because I've done whole streams where I didn't mean to have the game audio muted and nobody mentioned it. But I'm just using the game audio as... I find if I got the game audio off, I can really focus it. And that way, you know, a lot of you like to just put the stream up like while you're washing dishes or put an earphone in while you're at work and just listen to it that... If I have the game audio off, then it works good. Then I can put this up on YouTube and just title it based on what we talked about. I can put this on my podcast and just title it based on what we talked about. And I can attract people in on the games, but I can keep people in with the message. So I appreciate that, Thomas. Thomas says, I'm loving the vibe. Last night I played and just had music the whole time. Wasn't sweaty or, sweaty or stressed and just enjoying myself with the community. I love that, man. As as live streamers, we got a, a big opportunity to help each other. And man, all I care about on my stream is helping somebody. That's all I care about. My fame, my prestige, my money, that doesn't matter. Now, it's nice I get some money from this, but I realized if I didn't get money from this, God will give me another way to be of service. I could go to work and take trash out. There's a, there's a lot of ways that you can serve and be make a difference in people's lives. And I've noticed I've had a lot of fear in live streaming. I've had so much fear. And uh, the fear has driven my live stream in terms of, like, I'm afraid I won't be able to keep doing this. I'm afraid I won't make enough money. But ironically, that fear also manifests exactly what I don't want in the first place. You know, my fear manifests me making a live stream that's not as good to watch. And it manifests in... I can't stand if I do a live stream and I just do the gameplay and the gameplay doesn't come out good. Like, I remember when I was doing Warzone earlier this year, I felt like shit if I didn't win a solo game. And that was because I was validating the worth of my stream on my gameplay. 
I want, I'm thinking, I took a day off my stream yesterday to get clarity to be with my wife on her birthday and on a day where her mother was in the hospital. I'm like, I gotta get clear. What really matters on my stream? And I'm like, what really matters on my stream is that if you miss my live stream, it's pretty much just as good as if you caught it live. You know, the only difference is that you didn't get to chat. I'm like, I want my live stream to be just as good if you missed it. That you could put it on and listen to the inspiration and be lifted up so that even if you didn't catch it live, you'd still essentially get the same value out of it. You know, that's that's a triple kill right there. <laughs> like, that's what's essential on my live stream. Because the number one thing most live streamers don't do, most live streamers don't have a stream that's worth watching after it's live. And the number one way I've been successful on my live streams this year has been putting out streams that are worth watching after I'm live. And I have did that just by playing some different games, but I realized this got to be, you know, the different game approach is not... It can't just be about the gameplay. It's got to be about the... It's got to be about what's said and what's shared. And if what's said and what's shared is not good, then there's no point in doing my stream. Jose says, I'll watch you vacuum it. <laughs> Thomas says, that hits home with me. I'm glad it does. I've, and I did all these, and I put out a lot of information for streamers, but the number one point I put out is, you need to put things out that are worth watching while you're not live. And you could do that if you just are about the gameplay, then you need tutorials. You need highlight clips so that somebody could watch you and see the best moments of your stream when you're not live. But for me, I'm not all about the gameplay. What am I all about? I'm all about the message. And if I got an evergreen message that's worth listening to when I'm not live, then no matter what game I play, people will watch the stream. And that's where the magic happens. I've noticed I've been losing people lately because I've not been delivering the message on a lot of my streams. Mark, welcome to the supporter family. Thank you very much for becoming a supporter. Becoming a supporter. Every supporter makes my day, man. Thank you, Mark, for becoming a supporter. I'm looking forward to getting to know you in the chat. I love the supporter-only chat because it allows us to really make a tight community with a, a clear focus. A clear purpose. And I've noticed the desire to sabotage the supporter chat. I keep thinking, you know, if I want the algorithm to really take off while I'm live, I should shit can the supporter chat and let anybody chat. I'm like, yeah, that might work in the short term. In the short term, that might work. But I've proven it doesn't work in the long term. The long term, what really matters is to have a community that's connected. That really is vibing with each other. Having a community who's gathered for the same reason, the same purpose, that matters a lot. And getting, getting more views today does nothing. You know, making a community that we love and support each other over the long term, that does a lot. Hey, Corey's naked right now. Nice. Hey, if you if you become a supporter too and it doesn't work on the chat, just make sure to close and reopen the stream.
Hey, oh man, Mark, I'm so happy you just posted in the chat. I love it when a new supporter comes in and chats right away. Hey, see you later, Jose. Appreciate you being here. What's up, Liam? The secret to your success, James. <laughs> I know two of my top streams are with James. James had a good vibe, right? Hey, oh my God, Thomas with the 2,000 stars today. Thomas says I'm naked under my clothes. Let's go. Me too. Thank you very much for the 2,000, Thomas. Appreciate you giving... Thomas got that big bonus he's been getting. Thomas paying a little of it back here. Thank you very much, Thomas, for the 2,000. Isn't that interesting? On I've done a lot of streams lately that have been kind of about the gameplay, and on this stream where I've just muted the game and talked, we've got the most stars given. Isn't that interesting? Thank you very much, Thomas. It's funny how we often go about things ass backwards. Like I go about, well, if I can just stream at the right time. If I can just stream at the right time, then I'll get more views. Or stream the right game, I'll get more views. Like, well, what if I make my stream worth watching all the time? No matter what I'm streaming. What if I make my stream useful in the same way every day? Like, it's got to be consistent. It's got to have the message. Dude, I'm so glad you got that bonus. That bonus is amazing Facebook's giving you. Scott says, I'm just here to see those pretty chicken shoulders. You're in luck for that one. Mark says, got to tell you, you're the reason I started a gaming stream. I'm fighting a chronic illness, and that's killing me in my community. While in bed, unable to get up, I saw your stream. In that moment, I thought, shit, if I'm stuck here, I might as well bring the world to me. Thanks for inspiring that. Hey, Mark, my pleasure. Thank you very much for helping me get to know you and understanding what value my stream has contributed to you. I love that. Hey, Lisa, thank you for another 200 stars. You, in you are in luck. I intend to start doing all my streams like this from now on. Just mute the game sound and talk. The talking, you know, the good vibes, that's what's worth coming back for. And I'm certain if you get talking and good vibes on every single stream, regardless of what game I'm playing, that's worth coming back for. And I know if my stream's worth coming back for, I don't need to worry about, stress about, or think about anything. I literally just need to show up and do my stream every day. That's all I need to do. Show up and do my stream. And whenever I'm not on my stream, work on my good vibes. I can't bring good vibes to the stream if I don't have good vibes to give. So work on my good vibes every day. Mark, thank you for the 200 stars. Thank you for becoming a supporter. Mark, you just triggered a $20 bonus by becoming a supporter today. So you put in $5 and I'm getting $25 out of what you put in. That's amazing. And thank you for helping me get to know you, Mark. After lurking for a month, I wanted to tell you the impact you made on me. I'll be back. Thank you very much for the stars, Mark. That makes a big impact on me. Holy shit! Thomas with the 2,000 more stars! Those Zuckerbucks! Thomas got them Zuckerbucks! Thank you for another 2,000. Thomas BR Gaming with the big stars in the chat. Thank you. Holy shit, Thomas. Thank you for those Zucker bucks up in here. 
I say Zuckerbucks because Mark Zuckerberg is giving a billion dollars to Facebook gaming. And Thomas BR Gaming has gotten a bonus that he is just crushing it on. That's helping him earn a lot. So I appreciate you throwing that out in here. Hey, Donnie, thank you for renewing your supporter. Donnie, appreciate those second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth month supporters. Incredible. I did so many things online to try and get people to subscribe for one thing after another. And it, it seems miraculous that something is finally working, not just for me, but for all of us. Yes, those meta bucks, right? I'm honored that so many of you support for so long. It's literally miraculous. I remember when I started my business, I was trying to sell t-shirts. Holy shit, Thomas. Holy shit, Thomas just dropped another 2,000. Oh my God. Holy shit, Thomas BR Gaming, 6,000 stars today. Thomas came in, the first impression Thomas made with me, Thomas dropped 10,000 the first time I remember seeing him in the stream. Thomas knows how to make a big impression. And Thomas has real good vibes on his stream too. Thank you, Thomas BR Gaming, for another huge donation here today. Man, and thank you all for the support today. I'm so grateful I took... I always look at my life and see what can I learn out of this. And if somebody else is struggling, I'm like, what is their struggle? How can their struggle be useful for me to learn? And I'm grateful my mother-in-law being in the hospital yesterday encouraged me to slow down and look at what I'm doing. And to see that, you know, I'm going to be in the hospital like her if I don't adjust to what I'm doing today. It's like flying a plane. If you're in Los Angeles and you're flying to Washington, D.C., it only takes a small course adjustment. It only takes turning the plane a couple of degrees when you depart Los Angeles and you will end up in New York instead of Washington. And that's really good news for you in your life because if your life, if you feel like your life is kind of shit today and it's a total struggle, you only need to change your life by a couple of degrees. If you will adjust your life by a couple of degrees, where you will end up can be incredible. And I, I'm always looking at what can I learn based on where I'm at. And, you know, I love my mother-in-law. She's been a very positive influence. And it looked like to me one of the contributing factors are going to the hospital was her, her work stress. And my daughter, my wife's like, yeah, my mom needs to calm down a little bit and relax. And I'm like, I need to calm down a bit and relaxed. I've been sitting in my AA meetings lately just realizing I'm not actually hearing these people in my AA meeting right now. All I'm thinking about is whether I should put a horizontal or a vertical stream up. Oh, my God, bro. Oh, my God. Thomas BR Gaming. Is has more Zuckerbucks to throw out. Holy shit. Thomas is going to read it in just a second, but Thomas says, my share got him to 250 community f members and kept me pushing forward. My great pleasure to help with that. What's up, Donnie? Nice to see you today. Lisa, great analogy, a subtle move. 
can make you on or off path. Thomas, thank you for 8,000 stars on the stream. And not just the money. Not just the money, but the... The positive reinforcement to look. Mute my damn game sound. Mute my ga damn game sound and focus on carrying a message that's truly helpful on my stream. Like that that is something that is really worth supporting. Thomas said, you were my rudder that kept me moving forward. Dude, I'm, I'm glad. I'm, I love helping other people out. I think it's helping other people that gives our lives meaning. I think our lives end up being utterly meaningless without helping others. And I think if you feel lost and like your life is meaningless, I would suggest pray, pray to be given direction as to how you can help somebody else. If you'll pray, God, please help show me who I can help today. I think you'll be amazed how, how good your life will get. I, I think our lives get meaningless when our lives become all about fulfilling ourselves. Now, that said, some of us actually need a little bit more selfishness. My wife is very good at helping others. You know, my wife is always helping our family. Some of us need a little bit more selfishness. Like, I tell my wife often, I'm like, you got to learn some selfishness from me. Like, you know, think about what you need and what you want. And consider that. You know, there's, there's definitely balance. So some of us... Some of us were too concerned with ourselves and others of us are too concerned with others. And that's why there's something for everybody. Now, I'm very concerned to make sure I'm taking care of myself because there's some things you do, it's much better if you do them. Like wiping my ass, everybody benefits from me wiping my own ass. Everybody comes out ahead when I'm wiping my own ass. Because if I'm not wiping my own ass, somebody else needs to wipe it or I'm going to have a stanky ass. So it's a lot nicer if I just wipe my own ass. It's a lot nicer if I put food in my own mouth. But other things, it's a lot, it's nicer if, you know, some of you might look at masturbation that way. Like, <laughs> let me just fuck myself so nobody else has to get on this nasty ass. <laughs> But I think it's, I'm going to say things like sex, I think, are better to enjoy with other people. I think it's a lot nicer to enjoy sex with other people. Explore our bodies together. You know, it's some things in life, it's better if we enjoy them with others instead of doing them all ourselves. Is it just me or am I good at this game? This game's, I'm liking this. This is, this is proving pretty easy. Hey, Lisa, thank you for the 500 more stars. Lisa, I'm so glad you all are my barometer and my rudder. Hey, Goob Jeremy Howard, I was thinking about you last night. I'm like, I haven't seen my man Goob Jeremy Howard in a little while. I wonder how he's doing. I hope he's doing good today. Nice to see you here. I'm so glad you're here for that. Thomas says, an Eagle Scout, I was raised to always leave things better than you found them. Yes, always leave things better than you found them. And there's definitely balance, though. You got to make sure you got to take care of wipe your own ass, put the food in your mouth, go out, bring water from the river or whatever you need to do to help others or take care of yourself. 
know, and then once yourself is taken care of, make sure others are taken care of too. Once you have enough, give to others. There's no need to... Once you have enough money, give other people some who don't have enough. Because to me, where I get real financial security is when I give other people money, I get financial security that I don't have to hustle all the time, you know? I'm grateful that I could be Thomas BR Gaiman's rudder to help you move forward. I really appreciate that. Thomas, you've got a great stream. You got a great message. You got great gameplay. Hey, I got my first MVP today too. All right, I think we got time for one more match. This game is fun, and I'm glad I rented this. Lisa says, in this exchange of energy, it is. And thank you all for the big validation today that this is the energy I need to give out on my stream. You know, pop your dickhead up occasionally. It can be fun. can be funny. But the, the main thing I need to give out is this, the message. That's the main thing I need to give out on my stream. If I'm not giving out the message, it doesn't matter what else I'm doing. Hey, thank you very much, Hunter, for the 200 stars. Let's go, Hunter. Thank you very much. The first time Star Center. Appreciate you sending stars. Lisa says, I'm always helping others, but I do know when I need to be selfish. Very important to balance it. It is. And that's why we all need each other, because... I find I can't take inventory of myself very well. I need other people outside me to help me see how I'm acting and behaving. And you know, my mother-in-law going to the hospital is really helpful for me to see how I'm acting and behaving and for me to see what we have in common. Like, I'm working too much. And not as much the actual amount of time I'm spending on my stream, but I'm thinking about my stream too much. I don't need to think about my stream all the time. I need to focus on helping others listen to what's going on in my life. And then I'm going to have good stuff to share. Yes, Thomas says community is powerful. It is. Thank you, Geeky Sama, for the 169 stars. Good to see you today. Community is powerful. In fact, I read a book called Mind Over Medicine, which is really good. It says that community is more powerful than diets and even bad habits. The community is so powerful that you could eat basically whatever you want, smoke and drink as long as it's not to like just how I drank. Not, I'm not talking like alcoholic, but you could smoke, drink, and eat whatever you want if you were in a very supportive community all the time. And it, you would come out as, you know, you would come out... Now, she's not suggesting you should smoke or drink, but she's saying the effect of community is so strong that it can actually make up for smoking, drinking, and a shitty diet. Hey, Thomas, thank you for the hashtag 420 for Nick. Nick mods for you, am I right? And Nick, is your stream Mr. Personality? Man. I'm so glad I had the courage today. Part of my mind, part of my mind was saying, "Nah, you can't just mute the game sound and talk the whole time. People aren't gonna want to watch that." Adam says, "What type of man is a man who doesn't leave the world a better place when he leaves?" Well, that man might be a teacher. Sometimes it can be valuable to have a bad example. Bad examples can be helpful. You know, the destructive, hateful. Bad examples can, I think some people on a spiritual level have volunteered to be the Hitlers, the, the dictators, the, 
uh, the bullies. I think some people on a spiritual level have volunteered to play the bad guy, the quote-unquote bad guys, so that the rest of us can have some meaning in our lives. Liam says, Jerry helped me rewire my thinking about alcohol. Instead of thinking how difficult it would be to quit drinking, I started to think that the real struggle was staying how I was, right? I love to hear that. Yeah, the real... I'm so glad you reminded me of that. Cause yeah, you hear, you hear people that are trying to get sober in AA talking about how difficult it is to get sober. I'm like, fuck that. Getting sober is way easier than staying drunk. I hate lying. I hate trying to be dishonest and camouflage how much I'm drinking and and feeling ashamed of who I am and breaking. I remember one night I got drunk. I smashed my Call of Duty Black Ops 2 disc. You know what I hate doing? I hate buying the same video game three times. I bought Black Ops 2 three damn times. Smashed the disc. I'm like, I'll buy it again. Smash the next disc. Buy it again. You know, I hate buying the same game three times because I get drunk and say, fuck this game and smash the disc. And then the next day I'm like, man, I really want to play that some more. You know, being a drunk is difficult. Having a happy, sober life is much easier. But it, it, it does feel, it does feel like it's difficult making a change lots of times. It feels like it's hard to make a change, but really... Oh my god! I had a feeling! <laughs> I'm like, I think Thomas is going for another 10,000 stars today! Holy shit! Thomas says, will you smash my disc? <laughs> Which disc? <laughs> Holy shit, Thomas! Thank you very much for the 2,000! On top of the 80... The 8,000 Thomas BR Gaming sent 10,000 stars today. That is $100 worth of stars. Anyone who's supporting me on that level is someone I think you would also like to get to know because you're not going to support me on that kind of level unless you're, you know, you're along, you've got a similar vibe going on yourself. So thank you very much, Thomas BR Gaming, for the huge support today. I hope any of you following me will take a look at Thomas BR Gaming on Facebook Gaming, TikTok, wherever you, Thomas BR Gaming is at. And I think we'll be wrapping this up pretty soon so that I can go do some yoga. Thank you, Thomas, with the 10,420 stars today. Nicholas says, I think being honest is harder. Being honest seems harder when you're getting started with it. But being honest is much easier on your mind. Because it takes energy. It takes energy when you've been telling lies. It takes energy to remember them lies you told. I told a lie. I told my friends that I lost my virginity when I was 15 to this German girl. And that was total bullshit. I was just trying to make my friends like me and impress my friends. I thought I ought to have lost my virginity then. And... Uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, then I'd tell my friends how many girls I had sex with and I always had to pad the stats. Keeping up with lies is a big pain in the ass. It's much easier to just tell the truth. But when you've been in the habit of lying, 
it seems really intimidating to get started with started with telling the truth.